Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The U.S. President Donald Trump in hospital with COVID-19. The timeline on this, the update on what his doctors are saying, what they are retracting. Let's get to the meat of this with Global News Bureau, uh, Washington, D.C. reporter and producer Reggie Cicchini joins us on the line. Thank you so much for doing this, Reggie. Happy Saturday. Oh, my goodness. There is so much to cover off with regard to what we've seen unfold in the United States. Take us on a little bit of a tour of the timeline for those just catching up here on uh, Donald Trump's test positive for COVID-19 and what landed him in hospital. Well, I mean, it might be difficult to do, uh, and that's because the timeline is coming under question, uh, questioning following uh, a news conference from the physicians that are treating the president at the hospital outside of Washington, D.C. today. Uh, the very basics of it, President Trump tweeted on Friday morning that he had uh, had a positive test come back for COVID-19. Today, outside of Walter Reed Medical Center, doctors, uh, the doctor who's treating the president, his physician, said that this is now hour 72 of diagnosis then just issued a retraction about 15 minutes ago saying he didn't mean to say hour 72. He meant to say day three, uh, making things more confusing, because when you put all of this to the side, President Trump was traveling to New Jersey on Thursday night, knowing full well that he potentially was positive for COVID-19. And the White House is in a massive effort to try and clean things up right now. Right. Cue the conspiracy theories as well with those just those simple little pieces of the puzzle. Already, there are people now posting on social media the idea that how long has he known for? Now we're getting the likes of Kellyanne Conway and Chris Christie, Governor Chris Christie coming out and saying they've tested positive for COVID-19. This is creating what we are sort of normalizing in this presidency to some degree. It's creating so much chaos, so much noise. It is creating chaos. It is creating noise. It's creating a public relations crisis for a presidency uh, and for a campaign that has actively worked to downplay the severity of coronavirus. This is going to be difficult now for the president to try and convey a message to his base that he has repeatedly told over and over that COVID-19 is uh, nearing its end, that it will be gone soon, that the U.S. is rounding the corner on it. Uh, this, this, This is problematic for them. But this, the more larger and bigger problem that the kind of federal government is going to have to deal with right now is contact tracing. And like you said, Chris Christie is positive. Kellyanne Conway is positive. There were two senators that came out today and said that they are positive, And not all of them were at the exact same events, meaning that there is some patient zero out there that is potentially spreading this throughout Washington. There are other people that are spreading this uh, throughout events that these, uh, that these Republicans uh, have been at. Uh, And it is making the effort to try and contact trace back much more difficult. It is really quite fascinating fascinating as well to watch uh, the numbers of uh, politicians testing positive right now, certainly uh, heavily weighted on the Republican side. And we we know from sort of the the tone from the Republican Party and those who are uh, in support of Donald Trump and his sort of pushback on the wearing of masks and sort of saying that this is all just going to going to be over before we know it. And yet here is U.S. President Donald Trump on Twitter just within the last. 35 minutes or so, uh, now calling it the plague. 
calling it the plague, again, uh, trying to uh, downplay the severity of it, uh, not giving the full details uh, of what's actually going on with him. I mean, look, the president is in hospital right now. That is that is that is huge. The fact that the president was in hospital for more than 12 hours before anybody came out to actually speak about the condition of the president is also problematic here uh, for when it comes to communicating things to the American public. So when you have a president who downplays the virus, you now have him in hospital because of the virus. The condition of the president is being downplayed or at least spun to be something different than it is right now. This is a problem for the Republican Party. This is a problem for the president. And it is a problem for the United States image right now on a global spectrum, because not only does the, does the president of the United States come off questionable here, it puts national security at risk as well, making it seem like things simply don't understand how to be run here. It is really quite something to to witness when we consider the fact that, Reggie, we are 30 days, we're one month today away from the U.S. election that feels like we have had a run-up for for five years. Yeah, we're 30 days away from it right now. Uh, and again, the president is going to be sidelined from being able to take place in any kind of campaign event. He was supposed to be in Wisconsin last night and today. Uh, that's probably a good thing that he's not there. Wisconsin is now uh, the epicenter of the epidemic uh, in the United States right now. This could have potentially posed problems uh, by putting such a large number of people together for one of President Trump's rallies. Uh, side note, we do know that the MAGA rallies are going to continue next week. Vice President Mike Pence will be taking place uh, at, in, uh, at a MAGA rally in Arizona next week. But with an election so close and the president not able to get out onto the campaign trail, not able to meet and greet himself with supporters in a time, at a time when he is falling behind Joe Biden in almost every single national poll and internal GOP polls, this is a potentially disastrous moment for a campaign that is already struggling. Which also kicks the conspiracy theorists into high gear, saying this is Trump's way of sort of getting out. He's just putting this all on, uh, which just is, it takes it all to the next level when you consider that people might even uh, entertain for a moment that someone would go or that uh, a, a powerful country, that of the United States, that a government would uh, put together or orchestrate theater that would uh, upend uh, global comfort around uh, stability in in a moment such as this in a global pandemic. So everybody who has that conspiracy theory rhetoric and is retweeting and sharing and doing that online, give yourself a pause, give yourself a moment here and let's, let's uh, out of an abundance of caution, that is what is being said from uh, the U.S. President Donald uh, Trump's administration with regard to why he is in a military hospital. I think it's it's fascinating to watch people wish him ill and those on the other side of the coin saying, hold on, this is humanity. Uh, the noise around this really is something, Reggie, and the reason why I bring this up specifically is that the Biden campaign made a statement saying that they were removing all attack ads, all negative ads surrounding uh Donald Trump. And almost at the same moment where those where that announcement was made and those ads were removed, an attack came out from the Trump campaign that, that might have been pre-planned uh, against uh, the Joe Biden camp. Can you explain that a little bit? 
Yeah, and if I can, just really quickly to go back to your initial comment there about conspiracies, uh, that also needs to be put to rest because that's for people that don't actually follow the president. President Trump would never allow himself to come across as weak and put himself in a position on purpose to make it look like he is unable to run the government. That's just simply not the M.O., Uh, of Donald Trump. This move that Joe Biden has done with his campaign to remove their negative ads against Donald Trump, it's the ability for the Biden campaign to kind of uh, extend and further show that empathetic tone that they've been able to show for the last couple of months now, uh, especially when it comes to the COVID-19 crisis. Joe Biden was ridiculed for, quote unquote, hiding in his basement uh, and for holding small little get togethers uh, and for wearing his mask. Yet none of his campaign staff, nobody in and around him has contracted COVID-19. But they're trying to show that, look, this is a severe virus. This is a virus that can impact anybody, including the president of the United States. So they did decide to take down those attack ads. Whether or not that was a pre-scheduled, you know, kind of campaign message that came from the Trump campaign just, you know, about an hour later, uh, you know, that hasn't been clarified yet. But it still goes to show that in the middle of all of this right now, there is still very much a stark difference in how these two men are, are, are campaigning. It needs to be noted here, Reggie, 7.36 million total cases in the United States confirmed positive 209,000 deaths from COVID-19. There is no hoax here. There is no conspiracy around whether or not this virus is uh, one that we all must be paying attention to, washing our hands, wearing our masks, keeping physical distance uh, to every person. Uh, No matter what your political stripe is, please have that in mind. Um, Now, politically speaking, moving forward, how does this work? Obviously, as a test case positive, the president would now have to at least at minimum be 14 days quarantined. Uh, How do you campaign or can you? He doesn't have the power to postpone or, or change the election date, right? He doesn't have that power. That's vested solely with the Congress. And the Congress uh, is likely, especially in a Democratic-controlled House, is not going to pass any kind of laws to extend this outwards, considering Nancy Pelosi earlier this week essentially kind of said, you reap what you sow to the president uh, in his treatment of COVID-19 over the last year. President Trump's campaign has said that there will be virtual events held. They will uh, suspend some of their events. Mike Pence will become a more visible force on the campaign trail over uh, the next week or so. But you're right about the president. He is going to find himself in isolation until he's able to get that third negative test that confirms that he no longer has the virus. Uh, We don't know you know, if he'll actually pay attention to that. We know that he oftentimes tries to create his own rules and walk his own path. But again, this is problematic for a president who is trailing in polls, not only in the states that he needs to win, like Minnesota and Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. There are very clear indications right now that reliably red states in the South, like South Carolina and Florida, are also starting to veer away from Donald Trump and veer more towards Joe Biden, which could, A, lead to just a a blowout of the Electoral College on election night, but B actively show that there is a pull away from what has now become the Republican Party of Donald Trump. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 